Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another one of our conversations here with Dan and Jed. We're glad to continue our talk about spiritual growth. Yep. We've talked about meditating on God's Word, about spiritual singing, about prayer. And so we want to continue in that vein with what subject today? Spiritual reflection. Reflection. So in what way, I guess, is reflection different than meditation? Well, when we talk about meditation, period, it might not be that different, but reflection on God's Word, I mean, meditation on God's Word is when you're looking at a Scripture and you're mm. thinking specifically of a Scripture and what that thing has to do with you. Okay. But reflection is something that's really separate from reading the Word um, and praying. It's a time to sweep all your thoughts together and... Mm. Think about your life in relationship to God and... Okay, so this is more internal reflection than like reflecting on the meaning of something. Yeah, it's internal reflection with your own thoughts, still based on, still very much about mm. your relationship with God and the way you're thinking, the way you're feeling, the way you're acting, Okay, and where you fit with God at that moment. Yeah. So it may include a little of some of these other things we've talked about, but it's also going to have... A... As they pass through your mind, it does. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So where do you want to start with this one? Well, um, there are so many scriptures that talk about in a, in a direct or indirect way reflection. For example, Psalm 8, 3, <clears throat> when I consider your heavens, the works of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, what is man? Mm-hmm you know, that you are mindful of him or the son of man. So here's David and he's out yeah. on the roof maybe and he's looking up at the stars and he's reflecting on the vastness of the universe and the greatness of the God who created the universe and his own smallness. Mm-hmm. And he's thinking about why do you care so much about us? Yeah. If you're so great and we're so small, it's a spiritual reflection. Mm, okay. I mean, that's uh, that passage sounds a lot like, I mean, pick your blogger sort of idea. They're all asking the same question. You know, why do I matter? What's my place in the world? Yeah. You know, but but that's, that is a reflection. What you just brought up is a reflection. Mm-hmm. Except this is now based on in God's eyes, in God's right. plan. Right. If you are a Christian and you're you're doing spiritual reflection and then you... You say, why do I matter? What's my place in the world? And hopefully through your mind will come some things like, well, God loved me so much that, that Christ died for me. Mm, yeah. And God, you know, created man to rule over the rest of creation. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, God knows the hairs in your head, the number. You yeah. Know? So all those things should tell you again, you know, I really am not an important, I'm important to God. Yeah. I may be a speck, but I'm not an insignificant speck. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's <laughs> okay. exactly right. Uh, another passage, <clears throat> you know, when we're when we're worried, and oftentimes reflection comes out of some kind of fear, or worry, mm. or trauma, or something else. But reflection on a regular basis is good. Just like often prayer comes out of a worry or a fear or trauma. Yeah, pray, uh, but. Um, Matthew 6, where he says, Consider the lilies of the feast, how they grow. They too well not, neither do they spend. Yet I say that not even Solomon in all his glory was great. Right. So if you 
think about how beautiful that is and how God cares for them, or you think about the birds and how God cares for them, and you think, you know, God also cares for me. This is walking through nature and thinking about things. Uh, my mother used to quote a proverb, consider the ant. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And how busy the ant is, and he's not lazy, you know? So, in other words, you're lazy bum. Get up and do stuff. <laughs> but, <clears throat> but it was... The proverb, the wise man Solomon said, consider, mm -hmm. think about this, reflect on this, but in a God. Yeah. And it's, like you said, this is couched in the not being anxious, not having worry, because a lot of times when people think about reflecting, maybe there is some fear in the process of reflection. That, that's not a bad thing to recognize. Yeah. Because, because so much of it is they think, oh, if I start reflecting on things, I'm going to start like the downward spiral. I'm going to start that cycle of, you know, rehashing all the things that I've done and the things that I can't fix, the things that I can't change. Yeah, the negative, downward, uh, unproductive. But when we get into that, if we are a Christian and if we are growing spiritually, we should be able to say to ourselves, I'm thinking in a way that God does not support because mm. it's I'm telling myself some things that are not true mm. and the scriptures come to mind you know about how much we're loved and valued and everything and we think about you know there's no hope nobody cares about me that's not true yeah because there is hope because God keeps his promises yeah. and someone does care about me so this kind of thinking that I'm in right now where I'm wallowing mm -hmm. and going nowhere mm. spiritual reflection is more about okay where am I right now? And I might be wallowing. Yeah. I mean, if I am, I need to recognize. Yeah. We're not saying never have negative thoughts or... Well, you're going to. Yeah. Or have bad times. But yeah. if you're really reflecting spiritually, the spiritual things that you know, the scripture and the, the word, word of God that you know is going to set you up and say, look, you're not thinking right. Mm. This is what God really says. And so... What do I need to start thinking about? You know, think on these things, whatever's pure and lovely and a good report, et cetera. Right. So in whatever circumstance, if I'm if I'm super happy about something, I'm just I am I am, you know, the king. I am better than anybody else. I am I am I am <laughs> yeah. the bee's knees. You are on top of the world. Then Go ahead and say, yeah. Pride goeth before a fall and the Holy Spirit before destruction. And you better realize that the only thing you're doing is reaping some of God's blessings, so you better be yeah. humble or you're going to be like Nebuchadnezzar, as my mother said, and you're going to eat grass. I, your mom sounds like she was full of these nice little one-liners to pull out of the Bible. She I was. I just love it. Um, think, so, of, think of another scripture. I mean, you, might, well, you had a question. Well, I was just going to say, so, so some of this, when we're thinking about spiritual godly reflection, whether it's on the bad things that maybe we need to grow from or the good things that we can put in proper context, are we basically saying that good spiritual reflection, different than maybe worldly reflection, is going to almost have barriers, structures, whatever to kind of keep us yeah, the, the path? Yeah, the, the, the runway lights that's going to keep us on track is, is a mind that has been trained by God's Word. Hmm. So without the meditation on the Word and without the other things, you're not going to have very healthy okay. spiritual reflection. But we're talking about a person that that is cognizant of God's Word and can remember the some of the promises of God and everything. And yeah. What does God say about this? That's their mentality. 
Okay. No. So, for example, um, 2 Corinthians 13, 5, you might read that one for us. All right. Um, this one is about self-examination. Okay. And, of course, you know, it's when we examine ourselves, we're going to find good and bad things. So what does it say? It says, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Or do you not realize this is about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you fail to meet the test? All right. So examine yourself. All right. When, if you examine yourself and you find that you're not thinking right or you're not acting right, mm -hmm. which we all will, because that's yeah. what we do. Oh, yeah. Then you can either go into a depressed nosedive, I'm hopeless, I'm worthless, and just sit there and wallow, or we can ask ourselves, okay, reflect and say, okay, what does God want me to think right now, and what does God want me to do right now? And we start thinking about the things that were, you know, uh, you know, somebody's hurt my feelings, or somebody's been mean to me, or somebody's been harsh to me, whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm thinking bad thoughts and I'm not thinking right and I'm getting depressed or whatever. But, you know, what does God say about how to treat somebody if they do that? What would God want me to do? What can I do that's helpful? What can I do that will, will show his, his yeah. goodness? So it's not just, it's, it's, it's on the one hand, taking a course correction in your thinking you know, I've done some th something wrong, but I'm not going to keep doing that. I'm going to change my behavior, and I'm going to, you know, do something different. I'm going to think in different ways. But the reflection picks me up out of that and sets me on a course that is a yeah. good, helpful it, course. You know, it's interesting. We did the the talk about songs, and so like a reflection song that's coming to my mind that has this whole testing and thinking about correcting course is My Eyes Are Dry. You know, yes. my eyes are dry, my faith is cold, my heart is hard, my prayers, you know, all these different things. And he goes, but I know how I ought to be alive to you and dead to me. And so then he's asking the question, so what can be done with an all? And so I, that's kind of the, for you as a person, do you ever get into that point and you go, okay, so what can I do? Yeah. I know God's here for me. I know these promises are there. How do I can reconnect with them and fix some of these and seeing that that song takes us to a certain point of genuine repentance mm -hmm. and accepting of God's forgiveness. But then our reflection, if we're going to grow spiritually, needs to take us beyond that to, okay, now what am I going to do? What am I going to yeah. do actively? And think specifically. And think specifically yeah. and positively about how I move in a positive direction. Mm -hmm. See, spiritual growth, Growth, by definition, is making progress. Yeah. And progress is movement. Right. And it's not only thought movement, it's action movement uh -huh. that comes from growing spiritually. So, anyway, that scripture. Um, Psalm 63, 6. Okay. Spiritual reflection is a, is a way of life that comes back to us naturally after a while. What does it say? Hmm. It says, when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. Yeah, so see, here you are, and you're not reading your Bible. You're not, you know, but you're yeah. awake at night, and your mind goes to God, and it goes to your relationship with God. So you start thinking about it. You might start praying about it. Mm -hmm. In the process, you're reflecting again on where you are, and you're seeking God, and 
you may come out of that with some purposing about what you're going to do. It may help resolve something in your mind. You go back to sleep or whatever, but here's, here you've got a person whose mind goes there. Yeah. See, even at night. Mm. So this person must be used to this kind of reflection. Yeah. Or they're just so in tune with that being where their thoughts go. They may yeah. not even think of it as reflection necessarily. Yeah, it's not, it may not have a title, but that's yeah. what they do. Yeah. Um, you're, you're out walking and you're looking around and your, your reflections on what you're seeing and what you're experiencing drive you to pray, thank, praise, but it's still reflection. You could be in that situation and have no spiritual thoughts at all. Yeah. Yeah. But then you could, whatever situation you're in, you could, uh, have reflection. Uh, so, you know, I'm driving with my grandson, we're going fishing and uh, I've got this time to spend with my grandson. Well, I'm thinking about in my mind, I don't get to be with my grandson every day. This is time that I need to make the most of right mm. now. And, uh, we're listening to songs that are about God and singing some of those. We're talking about God. We're talking about what I desire for his life, you know, in relationship to God. Mm -hmm. But preceding that is reflection yeah. on the importance of what's right in front of us. So maybe some of this is just part of the Christian attitude. A lot of people, we talk about nostalgia a lot in, you know, in culture around us, you know, and just in general thinking about stuff that impacted us from the past. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe you and your family, you get together at a family, you know, gathering and you put in the old, you know, VCR tape of, you know, uncle so-and-so had just held that massive video camera. Is there some mm -hmm. element like what you're talking about sitting with your grands grandson, when you're reflecting back on other times from the past, whether personal family, whatever, are you looking for how God was at work in those times, good or bad? Yeah, that's a good thing. And you can pick out good things that were good and helpful and wish you'd done more of those things. And, and then you resolve to do more of those things in the present. Um, all of that is part of uh, yeah. reflection. I think it's just that adding God into the conversation, so to yeah. say. In your mind, reflection is the habit. Mm -hmm. We're talking about getting into a habit yeah. of having these conversations with yourself, with your own thoughts which some people never have because there's too much noise. They do not want to go there. Yeah. The value of quiet time. But if you, if you have those conversations with yourself, always have God in them you know, and how he impacts. Another one that I think is important here, Hebrews 13, seven okay. is talking about people who have impacted you spiritually and reflecting on why they impact you. Mm. Read that. Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. See, the last part of that, consider the outcome of their way of life. Is mm. Are there people in your life that you can sit and reflect on their example and why it was powerful, why it helps you, why it lifts you up, why it changes you? And if you see that in them... 
And the last part of that says, imitate their faith. Yeah. So I want to be like so-and-so because I know they're doing right because this is what they did and it really impressed me and it good and it blessed me and I want to be that same kind of thing. So now yeah. this is what I'm going to do. I mean, just to start things off, you were talking about the things you remembered your mom telling you, the admonitions she gave. Right. And so you try to live up to those. I mean, I can think of numerous people, but like one specific great uncle in my life, you know, and I look at the things he did and the way it impacted people and just the way he went out of his way to serve everybody. Yeah. And, I, you know, I always reflect back on that in multitudes of circumstances and I go, he had something going. How can I tap into that? Yeah. I remember an old man that was an elder that, that was so kind to me and good to me. And in fact, there were several of them that lifted me up and those inspire me and there were older women that did the same thing. But the, the Hebrews passage says, consider the outcome of their life. Yeah. And then take it to the step of action. Yeah. Imitate their faith. And I think that takes it from the, you look at those people, you see those things and go, oh, I could never be as hard right, as them. The deal, huh? You look at it and you go, man, that inspires me to strive after. And none of this, in none of this reflection, do we listen to the devil. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's admit, yeah. When he's telling us you can never be like that, but you may not be exactly like them, but you can imitate that characteristic in specific ways that you right. decide to. Yeah. So that's a good one. Um, another one I think that is good, uh, Matthew 7, 3. Okay. Okay. This is where we become critical of one another because we we can see one another's faults pretty easily oh yeah he says what do you why do you see the speck in your brother's eye but do not notice the log that is in your own eye all right so yeah if if i'm thinking about well he's got this problem he's got this problem she's got this problem that statement of christ comes back to me and says but you would be more of a blessing to yourself and others if you would work on the log that's in your own eye right now mm -hmm. and not be so focused on some problem your brother has because, you know, if you'd take care of yourself and your problem and try to do better, your influx would be better and maybe mm -hmm. you could even influence your brother, but with the attitude you've got right now, you're not going to do that. So are right. you going to change or are you not? Yeah. Yeah, God help them to be more patient with everyone around while you, you need to be praying for patience yeah, yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you examine both of you. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you mentioned in an earlier conversation this morning with, uh, does this have anything to do with examining ourselves? Yeah. Yeah, for the Lord's Supper. I mean, that's probably, if anyone's thinking about where they hear about examining themselves most often, it's that. You're about to come to the table. Someone gets up and they read the scripture and it says, examine yourself. And you're sitting in the pew going, what's that mean? <laughs> yeah. So in the context of 1 Corinthians 11, and we've talked about this before, he's talking about a divided church who was very factious and everybody was competing for, for the supremacy of their faction. And they were bringing that uh -huh. disunity and division into the Lord's Supper. And uh, to put that on us today, if we put that passage in context, you know, are we at bickering with our brothers or have bad attitudes about all of our brothers and sisters and we're coming to the table 
So then let a man examine himself and in this way let him eat. Meaning, I need to be thinking about the unity we have. God loves my brother who has his yeah. faults just like he loves me. And I need to be praying good things for him. And I need to, if I need to be reconciled with him. And this is, this is spiritual reflection. Yeah. It's not about, you know, humana, humana and being able to keep a picture in your mind. That's not what that scripture is about. It's about taking the log out of your own eye. Right. Have changing your attitude the way God would want you to think about your brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, literally, if you have something against them, if something is, you know, creating that friction, disunity, you go handle that, and then you come back. Yes, and and um, at very least, you know, start thinking and acting toward that brother the way the Lord would want you to, and then make plans about what exactly you're going to do to that end. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's spiritual reflection, right? Um, in Romans fourteen ten, okay. that one. Say Romans fourteen ten. Similar subject here. Yeah, it says, Why do you pass judgment on your brother? Or why do you despise your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. All right, and there he's talking about arguing over opinions and whose opinion, you know, and these were not matters of scripture but opinion, and mm -hmm. we get crosswise with each other. Oh well. And, you know, we get all invested in those things, but God's telling us if we'll reflect the reflection question is, why are you judging your brother? Mm -hmm. If this is just a, an opinion, why are you despising your brother? Yeah. What would God want me to think about my brother and do in regardless to my brother? Because if you go to Romans 15, what is it? Romans 14, verse 1, mm -hmm. he says, As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but do not quarrel over opinions. Right, and go to 15, 7. 15.7, therefore welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. All right, so that's God's answer to all that. Mm -hmm. yeah. The word welcome is a word which means to accept or receive someone. So I need to accept my brother and let him have his opinions as long as they don't vi uh, violate Scripture. Yeah. And just treat him like God would want me to treat anybody. So that's, yeah. that's spiritual reflection, correction and resolution to do something better. So reflection really covers the gamut. I mean, it's internal thoughts about past. It's about, you know, spiritual mentors. Mm -hmm. It's about specific interactions with individuals. I mean, it's all, but it, like you said, it's all aimed at, so what are you going to do with this reflection? How are you going to grow? And all of it aimed towards growing closer to God. Yes, it's, it is the habit of being with your own thoughts in a way that mm. will bring you closer to God. It's in a, stirring God into your quiet rumination. Yeah. It's a positive, constructive process. Uh, very much so. Yeah. It's not a selfish wallowing mm. or a resentful meditation or a, a reheating of anger. It's not any of that. Yeah. And so some people, you mentioned this, some people need kind of a process or something maybe physical to do in order to make that work. You know, some people just process through the mechanics, let's say, of the body. So like you were talking about writing things, you know, whether that's poetry or journaling. Um, I know there's some people that they have to be in a project, you know, they doing carpentry, doing mechanics, doing all these different things. 
And so there's something about once you get those pieces moving, that allows you to really think through. Yeah. In other words, there are circumstances that help each of us reflect more. Yeah. And it, whether it's taking walks or whether it's, you know, tinkering with your car or whether it's, you know, writing or whatever it is. Yeah. If there's something that puts you into that into that headspace, yeah. yeah. Then, then do that, but then you have to govern yourself, mm. and you have to make sure God is right there with you. Yeah, and you and God are together. Again, it's acting on your thoughts. It's those runway lights you were kind of talking about. Yep, spiritual reflection is a part of a the process of spiritual. Positive yeah. spiritual reflection. It's kind of the old, you know, if you don't look back at your history, you're doomed to repeat it type idea, but put into a more personal space. Life life is a series of circumstances that are always changed. Every, especially some great change of circumstance or event or trauma or challenge, whatever it might be, a great success, whatever. Yeah. Puts you in a place for reflection you know there's the old saying in corinthians let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall yep you know that's a reflection yeah absolutely nebuchadnezzar says it's not this great babylon which i have built with my own power with my own hand and that you get to eat crap. you eat crap. <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's a great story yeah go look it up all right that's a lot about reflection i mean it's it's no simple thing. I know some people go, oh, well, that must be, I have to journal. No. You it's not. It's reflections of the thing that you to be, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm thinking of the one where I, the Christina Aguilera song for Mulan, and she's looking at and reflecting, you know, who she is. Anyway. This shows the there. vast differences <laughs> of perspective between the two of us. There you go. You can get all kinds of reflections <laughs> between the two of us. All right. Here we go. Well, we're glad that you're here with us each week or each week that we put one of these out. Um, anything that you've got questions on, comments about these, we greatly appreciate it. And, and let me suggest to them that you you consider or reflect on the four things that we've covered. We've covered meditating on God's Word. We've covered prayer and personal spiritual prayer. We've covered spiritual singing and how it can impact spiritual growth. And we've covered spiritual reflection. Yeah. If, if you will try to make those four things a regular part of your life, I believe yeah. it will truly help you to grow spiritually. I agree. I absolutely agree. So we hope that you will reflect on this conversation, grow through it, do something with it, reflection and we will see you next time yeah bye everybody <laughs>